Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hola, ¿cómo están? Les habla Gabriela de Auténtico Podcast nuevamente con ustedes. Emocionados de tanta cosa que estamos haciendo. Y antes de que se me olvide, déjenme presentarles nuevamente a Junior Lara. Que no se te olvide, Gaby. Estoy al frente de ti, por favor. <laughs> If you guys only saw what I'm seeing right now. So Gaby is sitting down with a notebook. A, her, uh, is that your diary? My new journal. New journal. New journal, and right before we hit record, she's like, hey, let's just do this without any kind of script. Let's just go at it and see what comes out. Funny thing is, it's been one heck of a night for me because we just spent about 25 minutes in total trying to record a two-minute thing. So let's see what comes out. Hi, I am Junior. Super excited to be here with all of you. <laughs> so that's just a little bit poquito de lo que pasa o cómo le hacemos, ¿no? Porque sí. a veces creo que nos escuchan y creen que no lo tuvimos que hacer 20 veces o tres veces. Así es de que eh, te, tra te traje ese tema a la mesa de eso de plain small, que no traduce muy bien. Uh -huh. Quiere decir, a lo que me refiero es las cosas que hacemos para hacernos menos en nuestros negocios o en nuestras carreras. Y muchas veces también quiere decir um, manejar abajo de la visibilidad. Consciente de que queremos tener éxito, pero nos da miedo que nos vean, mm. que nos noten, que nos reconozcan por las habilidades que tenemos. Quizás porque nos da miedo tener que estar a ese nivel todo el tiempo o nos da miedo qué va a pasar cuando la gente reconozca las habilidades que tengo. ¿Sabes qué? Yo cogí ese tópico un poco diferente. Yo lo cogí como que tú estabas diciendo, you know, like, working on the small things, like playing, on, playing small, like, on the small things, because everyone is always focusing on, like, doing this humongous, grandiose type of thing in life. And if they don't do that, then they're not doing anything. So I took it as playing small, like being comfortable With the small wins in life. So you were looking at more positively yeah, than I was. Negative Nancy. So I'm more pessimist. So which way do you want to go? You negative roll Natalia. Want to roll the die? Let's just go with it. Roll it. Okay. I mean, both topics are really awesome. I really think that there's a lot to be said for both things. A lot of times we're waiting for the big win before we do the next thing. But it's really the small actions that get us there. Yeah, the small actions. Y eso actions. también aplica a la visibilidad. Sí. A lo que alcanzamos. Uh -huh. Sí, algo, algo que se está hablando mucho ahora, por lo que yo he visto, es uh, compounding. Like making the right small decisions over and over and over again, which over time compound and allow us to achieve success. So whereas people look at when you get there and say, oh my gosh, look at this amazing person. 
everything they do turns to gold. Everything they do is just amazing. But they don't look at all those small decisions that got that person there. Like, for example, getting up early in the morning so that you can have more time. Um, uh, when it comes to health and dieting, like eating something healthier instead of a donut. You know, like all the decisions that that person made to get to where they were going. Right. So I can learn those courses because I really think that they really are related. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm even thinking about the little things that add up, especially like like you were saying, um, the people see the shiny object reminds me of the iceberg theory, right? So all the things that are underneath the water, underneath the iceberg that it took mm-hmm. for you to get where you are. And I'm specifically thinking about your latest job promotion, because if you missed the episode, <laughs> Junior is now in a bigger role, bigger office. Bigger responsibility in less than six months. So I think that if you only look at that part, you are thinking like, oh my gosh, she hasn't even been there six months and he already did that. He's so lucky. Or who does he know? (laughs) Pero no saben todo lo que has batallado, toda la práctica que has tenido en entrevistas Uh y en venderte a ti mismo y tus habilidades para llegar a la posición. Oye, y por cierto que la, la práctica uh, wasn't like mock interviews, you know, like, it wasn't me like, hey, I need to help me prepare for this job. I need to help me land it. So help me mock interview. No, these were things that I was going for, things that I prepared for and got shot down eight times. Rejected. Rejected. Capital R. And I think I think that in in the moment when you were going through it, I felt like it. You kind of got down on yourself for a little while. Oh yeah. And then you'd pop back up, and you'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna try again. That wasn't meant to be." So, mm-hmm. um, maybe can you share a little bit of like how did you balance that? <laughs> how much? How much are? are well, how much? How long are our episodes again? <laughs> well, I just want you to give us a little. Hint. All right. Um, so here's the thing about me, which is both a blessing and a curse. So um, I so I took those rejections like very serious. Like I took them to heart. Actually, I specifically remember uh, not the last, but one of the last ones, uh, one of the last times that I was told no, that I walked out of the feedback session. Did not ask any questions. When I was asked if there were any questions, I said, let me let me think about this. Let it just sink in, and then I'll follow up with you. And the reason I said that was because I couldn't hold back the tears. So I left that office, went to a, uh, a private bathroom, and started crying. Because I felt like that job was mine. Like, it was meant to be. Like, oh, my gosh, I can you say no to me? And what am I going to tell my wife? Because... Like I told her, like, this is for me. Like, I did well, and it didn't work out. But the thing that is both a blessing and a curse for me is because I I I tend to not hold on to things. You know, like I feel like things that aren't playing a positive role in my life or doing something that helps me in any way, shape, or form, I, I'm able to drop them very fast. Sometimes my wife is upset because I make decisions quickly and say, okay, then we need to drop it. You know, like if we have something, you know, I don't know, let's talk about like a service, right? Like say, for example, we don't have TV, but say, for example, that we had cable TV, right? 
and and I was watching the show, and then all of a sudden, uh, the bill is too high. We decide that we need to drop it. Like I'm, I'm one of those people that were like, okay, you know what? Let's just drop it. That's it. We're done. Like I don't want to talk about it anymore because I feel like it just drains me, you know. So that's kind of like my thing, which is both a blessing and a curse. Is that like I do what I do. Like I, I, I allow myself to feel the feeling. Like I give myself that because I feel like I owe it to myself, right? So like I did the crying. <laughs> I laugh. I laugh now thinking about it, but I did the crying and allowed myself to cry. And I think I even left early that day, went home and came back the next day. And I honestly felt really good the next day. So that's what I do. Oh, wow. So, pero platícanos un poquito de doing little things, right? So we, that was the original topic or one of the original topics. So what were the little things that you did every day? to get this promotion um did my best did my best even even when no one's no one was watching so for me it's important because i do a lot of things for myself because it makes me feel good so like making the right decisions you know sticking to something to, to something that i said i was going to do even if somebody else forgot about it um just really thinking about what my end goal was. Like, I feel like that's something that I that I haven't stopped thinking. And to this day, even though I just got this promotion, I'm still not, I still haven't stopped thinking about my end goal. Like, I want to be the CEO of a company someday. Now I have to really do it because now it's in a recorded podcast and it's going to be... Manifestation. Yeah. So it's going to have to happen. I mean, there's nothing like insightful, nothing like special about me. I'll tell you that much, you know, other than... Like I get up pretty early in the morning because it makes my day longer, which Way allows too early me because he'll text me like at five thirty. <laughs> I do get up at four thirty, four forty-five in the morning, but I feel like it makes my day longer. It gives me time to uh, drink some coffee, to do some reading in the morning. Like I legit enjoy that. Do a little bit of reading before I go to work. Take my time getting ready. Like it makes my day longer, you know. Heck, I listen to podcasts like Authentico Podcast. I listen to audiobooks. Uh, I'm always thinking about just the next person, too. Like, I'm very mindful of people at work, too. The way that I carry myself, the things that I say and that I do, I always think like someone's watching me and they're either looking for inspiration or validation, either looking to be inspired by something that I do or say, or Looking to validate a behavior that they have. So I'm always very mindful. Es muy interesante eso porque normalmente, bueno, siento que la mayoría de las veces nosotros funcionamos día a día para vivir nuestra vida y no necesariamente pensamos en si es, estamos siendo un ejemplo para otras personas, aparte de los hijos. Sí, para mí es importante porque yo he llegado a donde estoy he sido, like, a lot of it has to do with mentors, right? Like, I watched a lot of people. Like, even people that I've never met and probably would never meet in my life. Like, I watched them online, the way they, they carry themselves, the way that they speak. Like, to me, like, I watched them because I want to be like them, you know? So, I uh, carry that also into my life. Like, I know people are watching me. Actually, I've been told that. Like, hey, you inspired me whenever you did this. Hey, I really like the way you did that. You know, exacto. Te estoy mirando siempre. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, and, and I love to talk. We, we have to do another episode about mentoring because I think that that's really important and something we don't talk about often. I agree. But then let's go back to the other side of the question that we originally started with. 
¿Cuáles son las cosas que sientes tú quizás que las hagas sin pensar para hacerte pequeño o que, o que no te noten? Para hacerme pequeño, que okay, like so that I don't stand out. Um, y no tiene que ser ahorita, quizás es del pasado o en otras experiencias que has tenido. Well, I used to I used to delegate a lot of things to my peers before because I didn't want to be the one speaking up in a meeting. So I remember that specifically earlier in my career. Like I would have these ideas, but I didn't want to be the one presenting them, mainly because I didn't want to be the one being told no. And then to save myself the embarrassment, <laughs> saving myself uh, the embarrassment, I would say, "Hey, I think it would be a good idea if we did this. What do you think?" And then if that person sounded excited about it, I would say, "Oh, well, well, why don't you talk about it?" So you had a strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, qué interesante. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like my thing of not standing out. Hmm. <laughs> what, about think, you? what about well, you? What about you? Know what? <laughs> my I feel like my career business life has been kind of short-lived but i think in business we don't sometimes we fear being successful nos da miedo mm. a ser exitoso porque ¿qué quiere, cuál va a ser el próximo paso que quiere decir que si tenemos la posibilidad y creo que por eso tenemos la mentalidad de que solo tengo un small business i just have this little side hustle no como que no que estamos preparados o listos para decir ya tengo una compañía hecha y derecha and va a ser exitosa hasta que llegues a un nivel de, de comodidad que tú ya te sientes cómodo con lo que has estado haciendo. Yeah, people just stay at that level, right? It's like they're, they're like you said, they're comfortable, you know, with their little business and that's it, right? Um, I feel like that, that's very common, but also happens a lot in careers too, in, in the corporate America where, like I said, you know, people like me at the time would just have an idea and be afraid to speak up themselves and they just want somebody else to take the lead. But ¿Y I te feel pasó like... alguna vez que cuando tú les dabas esa sugerencia que les ayudaba a ellos y después tú reconocías, oh, why didn't I talk? Well, so I felt like they were good ideas. So whenever they worked out, I'm like, yeah, I knew it, you know. <laughs> I knew that was a great idea. But I still didn't have the courage to to to, to speak to up. Bring it up. I feel like for me, a lot of it was, of course, saving myself the embarrassment of being told no. But Gabby, for many many years, I was silent because of my accent. I've been very very self conscious of my accent. I mean, I own up to it now. Like I like it. There's nothing wrong with it, if you ask me. But back then, you know, because like in St. Louis. I just didn't see that. I, I didn't hear anyone who looked and sounded like me growing up, you know, and, and especially joining the workforce here in St. Louis. I didn't grow up here, but, you know, I came here when I was 19. But the workforce, no one looked and sounded like me when I was working. So I was the only Latino guy in my teams. And I just sat back quietly and thought about these cool things and one-on-ones with my friends. I would share the ideas and say, here, you share there. Because, again, the, the accident, just not being told no. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm going deep today, Gabby. Going, going deep. deep. Well, no. That's what you get when you're like, hey, let's go without a script. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd love to hear um, people's comments about, you know, how they play small in both ways that we discussed tonight. Whether it's the little things that you do that have eventually added up to big successes or mm -hmm. big things for you. 
But also, where are those places? Where are the spaces where we make ourselves less than because we're not ready to blow up? And yeah. I think that that happens more than we know it, but we maybe don't recognize it. Because even for me, I feel like for a long time, and it, you know, based on uh, childhood baggage, marriage baggage, all the good stuff, um, being a woman was difficult just because I didn't want to speak up because I'm just a woman or I'm just a girl. And it's really been in the last couple of years where I have found my voice and been lucky to come back to St. Louis. And St. Louis has given me a voice. Um, my job has given me a voice. And the people that have asked me to speak about certain topics has really, it has helped me be comfortable with it. But I think that, that that's one of the places where I feel like I played small. You see, that's very interesting for me because I can't imagine a time where you wouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. Like, I could, I just cannot picture that. You know, knowing you now for, what, four years? Almost. Almost four years? Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just cannot picture you not speaking up. I just cannot picture you not being on a podcast, you know, doing some big things. I cannot picture you not being a, a speaker, you know, not being invited to be in a panel discussion because I feel like all that is so natural to you. So I think that, you know, that'd be good for you to share with kind of like, go, if you can kind of take us to some of the steps, some of the things that you did, because again, it looks so natural to you. I don't know that I did anything specific. I think that I've been preparing for this moment for a long time because so part of my story is I was a stay at home mom. So the kids were off to school, but I mean, I was still doing a lot of stuff, whether it was running our family business or um, all the volunteer things that I did for either Girl Scouts or Jack and Jill or the organization. So, I mean, I the, the computer age never left me behind because I was always a part of it. And so I would always listen to podcasts and listen to speakers similar to what you said. Así que, este, aunque yo no necesariamente hablaba, tenía opiniones. Y, I mean, como te digo, parte de eso es cultural, de mi niñez, like, you know, calladita te ves más bonita, <laughs> you know, all the, the sayings that you hear growing up. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and even sometimes I still feel it. I, I will go someplace, especially because I do a lot in the construction business. Um, I'll go someplace, even on the golf course, and show up, and I feel like the disregard or the disdain, but then I pull out a Pro V1 golf ball And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, where do you play? <laughs> I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds well, fancy. It's a good, it's a good ball. So, since it's a little bit more expensive, if you have it, it probably means you care about your game. Oh, okay. And so, um, but I, I mean, I sometimes I still feel it. I still feel that, not necessarily negative, but just like a surprise that I'm at a construction forum or something to do with maybe industries that women are not usually at. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm loving the experience that it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. I also don't like to be in front of the camera um, or being visible. Which is interesting because you also are in front of the camera a lot. Well, lately <laughs> I have been, but again, I feel like it's been small little things that I was doing mm -hmm. all along that helped me be ready for the time. But Even when I was able to, when I first got those opportunities, I still played small. I remember last year, I would be asked to speak all the time, and I would never do it. I always would say, 
to my colleague, hey, can you go? Can you go to this? Can you present at this event? Just because I wasn't ready. So, oh, but enough about me. I would love to hear about how people are playing small, yeah. how we can get out of it. What can mm -hmm. we do different? Is it positive or negative? I really haven't figured it out because I think that sometimes it could be both. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like it could be both. I also want to point out the fact that we both said that we were influenced early on by podcast and we ended up creating a podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're almost guaranteed to be very, very successful in the future. <laughs> we're going to leave it with that. We'll talk to you guys later. Please listen in. We want to hear from you. Uh, go to iTunes. Leave us some feedback. Leave us your review. But more than anything, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you think. Well, not everything that you're thinking, but some more things you're thinking. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.